Hello, everybody, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. So today's episode, we are going to be talking about the incremental moments of growth. Okay. I know it doesn't sound super fun. doesn't sound super exciting, but I promise to make it as fun as I can because there is a lot of reward in it because there's an upliftment. There's a feeling of self. There's a feeling of growth. And as humans, when we're, we're making progress towards something we care about, we're happy. We like to make progress. We don't like to be stagnant. When we're feeling stagnant, our emotions become stagnant. And when our emotions become stagnant, we don't feel good. We don't feel good. And so a lot of people that listen to this show and tell me if this is you are either ENFP or INFP personality style. It tends to come up a lot. This is the Myers-Briggs personality style. Um, and maybe it's not this exact style, but they they definitely can relate to the feeling of all or nothing. Whenever you're looking at your goals or your plans or things like it's, it can sometimes be limited to this. It needs to be so big and extravagant and grand, or I don't want to do it at all. Or, you know, I'm either going to clean out the garage, my closet and my bedroom, or I'm going to watch Netflix. You know, either I'm going to give myself the most detailed manicure ever, or I'm not going to do it at all. Right. It's these big all or nothings because you have a lot of creativity you have a lot of passion, but sometimes like the grand ideas don't match up with your current energy level. And so then the whole thing gets shut down. And so what I'm going to be sharing about is incremental growth, small action steps, taking small measure, not even measurable, doesn't even matter, small steps in the direction of taking care of yourself, of feeling better, of feeling um, more confident, of feeling accomplished, of feeling your best, right? We've, we see all the time online of like, live your best life, right? And depending on the mood we're in, we're either like, yes, or like, fuck you, right? <laughs> of like, oh God, so cheesy. I've definitely gone through seasons of like looking at coaching stuff that like I've definitely been a part of in like inspirational, motivational, you know, speaking. And I'm like, gag, <laughs> right? Depending on the mood I'm in. If I'm not connected to my heart, then all of it sounds like bullshit. If I'm not connected to my heart, all of the inspirational stuff sounds so stupid. <laughs> I'm just being honest. And so that's always like the big um, alert within me. If I'm looking at stuff, even like stuff of my own, right, that I've <laughs> believed in, that I've publicly posted or have talked about, if it all of a sudden doesn't feel like like I can't connect to it, like I want to make fun of it, like I want to be the girl in the back of the room that's like making fun of everyone else, but like not actually participating in anything. Like that's called taking the critic role. Um, and I don't know if it was Eleanor Roosevelt or a different Roosevelt, but I know it's one of the Roosevelts um, that shares this whole quote about, and it's like a whole passage and I'm just going to like summarize it, but it's, it, it essentially says, you know, it's better to be in the ring sweating with a bloody nose, taking a hit, than it is to be one of the many critics on the sidelines observing. You know, and so the whole analogy is about if you gonna if if we are willing to step into the ring of life, aka actually take responsibility, actually show up, actually move our feet when we don't want to, actually show up and actively participate and say yes to life, right? If you know what I'm talking about, like you know. It's, it, it does sometimes feel like this internal decision of like, I need to say yes to feeling my best. 
I need to say yes to moving past whatever heavy emotions I'm experiencing right now. I need to say yes to growth and healing. I need to believe that I it's possible to change. I need to remember that this is temporary. I need to remember that I am capable and I'm strong and I have felt confident in my life before and I can access that part of me once again. And this is where the all or nothing mindset is really important to to observe if it comes up. Because once we think about living our best life, it's such an extreme jump. And that is not how life really is. Life is a series of incremental steps to growth. It's those small steps. It's the day that you wake up when your alarm goes off instead of snoozing it. That's a small moment. That's a fucking win right there. But it's a small moment of incremental growth and those little small wins over time start to create the bigger changes start. And then in hindsight, we can look back and see it. But we, we, I think that we are so, um, exposed to story tales and, and Instagram stories and, uh, posts reframing and re and, you know, sharing the story about someone's life. And when you read it, you know, it it makes sense. They had a struggle, they overcame it. And now they're so successful and happy and it all happened in 10 days. Right. But to, to read it and to see it and to actually feel and experience it, like we don't know the whole part of the story, but that's their story. And so it's not something to be comparing yourself to, but that's a big thing that, Oh, comes up a lot. It comes up a lot in conversation. It comes up with a lot with clients of feeling like, yeah, it's not, but it's not that great. Even when there is growth and there is good things happening. it's like we kill our own joy when we then compare it to someone else who has more or has done more because we're diminishing our own growth. We're diminishing our own experiences and we don't want to do that to ourselves. And so we want to notice like, what is that one thing I can do to move myself in the direction I want to go in? And so when it comes to mental health and well-being and your sense of um, self-confidence and self-esteem, you know, I was going through, I, I got sick and then feeling kind of depressed. And like whenever my physical health is off, like my mental and emotional health kind of spirals. I'm such an, I'm such a feeler and emotional well-being. And so I really, like I got kind of derailed, you know, and there, there was a lot of transitions. And so I found myself feeling depressed and it was a state that I haven't felt in a long time. And it kind of freaked me out because it made me question my identity as a coach. Because I was like, shit, oh my God, I, sh- I shouldn't be here because I have all the tools. I know why this is happening. I know what I need to do. But knowing and actually taking action to apply it is so different, right? But the comparison of my own self uh, it wasn't serving me, but it was the initial reaction that came up. So then I'm like, okay, mindfulness, observe this, observe what is coming up right now and show up. And it's, it's, and it, it also too highlighted this perfectionistic view around coaching of, or around like who I am when it's like, hello, I'm human and I'm allowed to have these experiences, but I was almost shaming myself for having them because these are things that I didn't think I'd be experiencing again, but these are different seasons of life. And I'm, I'm this is why I, I've spoken and I'm a big believer in, in coaching and, and healing around the topic of grief because with growth comes grief. And we often um, don't 
have a narrative or a conversation or a dialogue around the grief that comes with growth because it almost is weird feeling sad about anything when there's something really exciting happening because it's like, well, why I shouldn't feel that way. But sometimes acknowledging that there are waves of grief um, with any type of change because if you're creating something new or starting something new or doing something new, oftentimes there might be something else that is is coming to an end in order for that thing to come to a start, you know? So be aware of that. And it's okay if that comes up and that occurs because it's totally normal, okay? It's totally normal. So when we talk about taking small actions towards the direction we want to go, I think an important part is asking yourself, like, well, what do I want? You know, uh, I had this conversation with myself because I was feeling stagnant. I had all these different signs of depression I was observing. I was like, a lot of things that normally interest me weren't interesting. <laughs> and I was like, well, what does sound interesting? I was like, nothing sounds interesting. I was like, uh-oh. You know, all of the um, different study that I've done with psychology, with communication, with interpersonal growth, with emotional intelligence, I was like, that's not a good sign. <laughs> There's still that part of me that was able to observe. And that's why journaling is so helpful because I'm writing out and asking myself these questions, almost coaching myself. And I don't realize that nothing sounds interesting until I ask myself that question, what sounds interesting, you know? And so it helps create awareness because then once we have the awareness that that's what's going on, our mind is like, oh, okay. And then I start, I'm like, well, how long have I been feeling like this? Because normally it's these small incremental changes. Sometimes it's changes in our environment that are weighing us down. We don't even realize. Sometimes it's changes in relationships, it's changed dynamics, or maybe you are, you know, not sleeping enough, or maybe you're drinking too much coffee or like, you know, what is in excess and what is lacking, you know, have there been changes, you know, so it's just getting curious with yourself and allowing for some space to check in. I think that's like such an important part of being patient with growth is checking in with ourselves. you know, of like, where am I right now? Because think of this analogy of you have a big map and you know where you want to go, so you have that end point, but you don't know where you are right now. So if you don't know where you are, you can't even start the route, right? What's that first direction? You know, we don't know because we don't have a starting point. And so think of it like that. You know, when you hear people talk about, you know, finding peace is like accepting where you are, accepting who you are. I think sometimes people hear accepting and they hear, um, you know, settling. And it's not that at all. When you're accepting, you're like, I'm totally at peace in that, that, that I'm here right now. And that's true. That's true. But I'm not okay with staying here. Right. And that's the friction. That's the little bit of agitation that oftentimes inspires us to take a step because it's like, I, I don't want to be here. And then remember previous episodes of, well, what do I want instead? What do I want instead? What do I want to feel instead? What do I want to create with my day? And it's almost a reminding because oftentimes with feelings of um, feeling like you're not growing, feeling like you're stagnant or not knowing like uh, what direction to take or just the all or nothing. If you ever struggle with that feeling of like, I either want to do everything or I want to do nothing. I truly believe that we can learn how to take smaller steps and feel satisfaction from them by creating different rituals and routines and rhythms. And so first step, I guess there's steps. Apparently there's steps now. Um, 
this is why I love podcasting because I get to press record and I get to be like, okay, this is the the single line bullet point that I have and we're just going to go down this topic and unpack it. So first step is identifying what do you want? What do you want? You know, so I did this with myself and I was like, I want to feel energy. I want to feel naturally energized because I'm healthy. And I realized that lately I had been feeling just so tired and I'd been sleeping so much and I was honoring that that's what my body needed, but I knew I was like, okay, what do I need? And it's like, okay, I haven't been exercising. So what's, so I'm going to go for a walk today. And so it's something as small as that of what do I want? And then what is one small action I can take in that direction today? Because once we can take a small action, but it's still an action, it's still moving us in the direction, it's a small incremental step to growth, then we get to feel good because we know we're making progress. And it's better better to take a small um, bit of progress in the direction of something we want than none at all, right? And so maybe for you it's food, maybe it's going to the grocery store and buying a couple, maybe it's looking up a couple recipes ahead of time so you don't feel overwhelmed as to what to buy that you know are healthy, delicious things that sound good to you, right? Or maybe it's more of like going to the store to cook one of your favorite meals as like a form of self-care to like honor your meal time and slowing down, especially if you've been working a lot. You know, what is that thing that you need? Um, What is that thing that you want? You know, you could think of that long. T- so step one would be, what do you want as a kind of a big term? Step two is how can you can, how can you take one small step in the direction of that goal today? Okay. And I would say step three, take messy action, no matter what it looks like, right? Because I found myself having excuses around like, oh, I don't want to go for a walk because that's lame. I used to go to the gym and work out so hard. I should do that. But that wasn't where I was at. Like I went from working out all the time to not working out at all. And so I needed to take a small step, almost like to get the ball rolling, to start to build the momentum, to recreate in my brain so I can remember how I really enjoy working out because of how I feel. But it's almost like I went too long. So then I forgot, my mind forgot the reward that is at the end of the initial like action, you know, the energy. And I used to tell myself this all the time. And I'm reminding myself of this, of like, you got to give energy to get energy. You give energy to get energy when it comes to working out, when it comes to your art or your practices or your business or your side business or your art, whatever it might be, your relationships. When we show up and are actively like, like, and this is kind of a conversation I want you to have with yourself of saying like, I believe in myself. I believe in myself. I believe in growth. I believe that change is possible. I believe that there are great things ahead of, of, ahead of me. I believe that I'm, I'm a, a okay being where I am. I am allowed to be where I am. I am grateful for where I am. I'm grateful for the things in my life. I'm grateful for the people in my life. I, I believe that things can get better and I know that I could start to feel better and I know maybe maybe I won't feel better tomorrow, but I know that I will do things and take actions, even small actions that are in my energetic capacity right now to start to feel better because I deserve to feel good and I am capable of feeling good and I am capable of beautiful relationships. I'm capable of showing up for myself, for my life. I choose right now to say yes to my life. I opt in. I'm deciding to be an active participant in my life, right? 
saying yes to life, showing up for it. Like, what does that look like for you? What does that look like? So sometimes it's adding something. Sometimes it's taking something away. But remember, small incremental steps create growth over time. You think of like stairs, right? One step at a time. But when you find yourself thinking like, oh, it should be, you know, built overnight or I should be fit already or, you know, wanting to have this instant gratification, you got to check yourself, check yourself and be willing to take the small steps and then be okay with that being the pace. Because I think we're sold a lie in TV and movies and stories of this instantaneous success or instantaneous change or this thing of like doing it the right way, whatever that might look like. So be willing to take messy action. It's never going to look messy to anyone else. It's only going to feel messy to you. And each time we do that and we show up for ourselves, our confidence goes up. Our confidence goes up and it gets stronger. And you start to become more of who you really are. You start to feel less shielded, less guarded, more able to handle different emotional situations or experiences, or just handle more on your plate in general, right? Without feeling overwhelmed or whatever experiences you might have, you know, being able to create that growth because when we're making progress, we're happy, but we have to know what we want in order to start making progress in that direction. Um, and two questions that really help me whenever I'm, you know, making growth or, or making growth. That sounds so weird. Whenever I am um, wanting to grow in something. So for example, like just personal well-being, personal happiness. I know that when I'm meditating and when I'm journaling and I'm letting my mornings be beautiful and sacred and slow and making a nice cup of coffee and like drinking my green juice and you know, all those things, I feel really good because when I open my journal, I start to write things I'm grateful for. I start to reflect on how am I feeling? How am I doing? What's my internal weather and climate like? You know, what's my emotional state? And then what's on my plate today? So I start to visualize the day, right? There's visualization that starts happening because I'm like, well, what is on my calendar? Okay. What's important to me beyond my work calendar? What are like the things around my house or within myself personally or appointments or what do I got going on? Right. And then I look at work. What do I have going on with work? And I start to kind of look at the way that I structure my morning journaling is like, what are the top three most important things? The non-negotiables. Um, and it helps me identify what is truly a priority today. And that starts to create a map of what my day is going to look like, because then I'm setting myself up for success by knowing what success in my day looks like. Cause if I don't take that, you know, five minutes to open my journal and write that out, it's all, this is, sounds really weird, but whenever I'm able to journal and write it out and visualize it, it's almost like I've already, there's a certain part of my brain that's like, okay, I know the plan, I got it. But when I don't do that, it's like I'm showing up and I'm having to make decisions of what's important to do. And it just is tiring. It takes up time versus being able to be like, okay, I already know the plan because I already wrote it out. I already made it, you know, versus doing it in transition of each thing, because then it can be overwhelming because the mind starts doing that all or nothing thing of like, oh, I should do all of this. It's like, actually, I don't have time to do all of that. So I'm going to watch TV. <laughs> so I'm going to play on my phone or so I'm going to focus on this busy work instead of that main project, you know, or whatever it might be. So notice the all or nothing journaling helps me a lot with that. And so my goal that I want to make progress towards was just feeling more joy, feeling lighter. I was feeling heavy. I was just not feeling myself. And so I know 
that those are the practices, those are small action steps that start to reconnect me to myself and reconnect me to my heart. And so it's like remembering that I'm never going to want to do the things. I'm never going to want to, but eventually I do. But I have to remind myself and get back into the rhythm and the routine and the structure within my day so I just sink into it. So instead of like, should I journal? It's like, oh, I wake up, this is what I do. I'm journal, I journal in the morning. Letting it become just a, a habitual part of my lifestyle again. Because anytime we move or transition or um, different things are happening, it's, that's the easiest time to lose the routine because the environment's changing. And so just take note of that. Has certain things in your environment changed or maybe you've just fallen off it or maybe you're doing great with journaling. You're like, I love it. Um, but that's the one thing that always anchors me and brings me back. You know, especially if you, you're an internal processor, you know, with your emotions that like you need to process things internally rather than conversationally, externally. Um, journaling is a great thing that can help you format and look at, well, what does my day look like? How am I actually feeling? As well, checking in, with what am I, what do I want? What can I make progress towards? Because when I'm making progress, I make, I am happy. Like that's like, there's all these different things that contribute to happiness, like gratitude and having a gratitude practice is one of them and openly expressing gratitude. Um, another one is doing random acts of kindness and like putting yourself in situations where you're almost like embarrassed or uncomfortable in order to do this act of kindness and like this they've done studies on it. So interesting. Um, but the other thing is when we're making progress towards our goals, when we have a goal in mind and we're making progress into the betterment of ourself and, um, our, our, maybe it's the career, maybe it's the relationship, maybe it's the health, maybe it's personal well-being. you know, all these different things. When we are actively taking action in the direction of what we want, we feel more confident and we feel happier. So you know, I think those are reasons enough, right? But the biggest thing is, is allowing yourself to take those small steps. Notice your mindset. If you start to get all or nothing, if you start to say it needs to look like this and start asking yourself these questions, what is step one? Ask yourself that question all the time. What is step one right now? (laughs) You know, if you're about to start doing something, what's step one? So it allows you to focus and choose one thing to start and get started on. Um, second question, how can I make this easier? Because if you're like me, I tend to complicate things because I get all creative and I make it complicated and I'm like, it can look like this. But all of that can sometimes limit the taking action part, you know? So just allowing it, how can I make this easier and simple? So you can be able to start, you can be able to complete it. Maybe it's cleaning a section of the house. Like for instance, I just moved into a house and I've I'm doing six spaces in the house over the next six weeks. So last week I did my office space and my boyfriend helped me, you know, move things around. And this week is focused on the dining room because I have all these boxes and it's mostly my stuff. (laughs) And I'm like, I need to go through this and it needs to have a home, you know? And so I'm allowing it to be a long stretch. I'm not waiting for one day to do it all, all at once. I'm accepting that this is going to take time and that's okay. So over the next six weeks, I'm going to do six different spaces. You know, so it's finding different, um, you get to still be creative and creating the structure for yourself, but allowing it to be spread out, allowing it to be 
totally possible without an energy drink, you know, allowing it to be something that is sustainable because then you create a plan and then you can help adjust certain routines around that plan, whether it's working out, whether it's eating healthy or whether it's, um, putting yourself out there with relationships or I don't know, whatever it might be, whether it's growing your business. If you have an online business, you know, that's definitely a big one is mapping things out. And I just remind myself to like play the long game because I can get so excited in the moment and I'll want to like do different sprints with things. But then, um, it's almost like a whiplash of like the all it's the all or nothing. And so it's like small incremental steps to growth, small incremental steps. What's that small step I can take right now? You know, how can I be able to start the creating the momentum and allow it to be small, whether that's going for a walk, whether that's two minutes of journaling, you know, whatever it might be. Start where you are and allow it to be the perfect place to start because it is, because it's where you are. And I know where you are is where you're supposed to be is because it's where you are, right? Little jumble of words for you there. <laughs> and if there's a part of you that's like, I'm not okay with where I'm at, I get it. That little bit of agitation moves us forward. But you're also, you're, you're also okay to be where you are meaning you are still lovable, you are still worthy, you are still powerful, you're still confident, you're still capable, you're just human. So you're experiencing the full range of emotions that are on the opposite spectrum of all those things I just said. Sadness, grief, despair, questioning, you know, all those things we experience, but it's not because something's wrong or because you're broken. It's often because the energy of the emotions has become stagnant and we're continuously allowing a repeated cycle to happen that is not supporting us. And so we've stopped doing the things that do support us. You know, the basics often fall to the side. And so just question and notice like, what can I do to make myself feel better? And how can I just take a small micro step of that idea, right? It's like, oh, I should go to the gym five days a week. It's like, yeah, but what about going for a walk? Especially if you haven't been doing anything. You know, it's like, how can I take one small step to do a little bit more than I've been doing? Um, And if you could do more, great. That's amazing, right? I'm not trying to say like hold back in any way. I'm just saying notice if you're coming up with ideas but you're procrastinating and not taking action on them and you're feeling like stunted by that or uh, discouraged by that, okay? So yes, take small steps. I hope that this episode has supported you today. You are listening to Joyfully You Podcast and I am your host, Kelsey Lowe. I'm sending you so much love and energy and compassion and grace, compassion and grace with yourself as you start to make progress on things that you care about in your life, okay? So thank you for tuning in to Joyfully You Podcast. If you know someone that needs to hear this episode, go ahead and send it to them. If you were really loving it, take a screenshot, post it to your story, tag me at Kelsey Lowe Show. Um, You can also send me a message on Instagram and say hi. Introduce yourself or if there's been topics that you've really enjoyed hearing. I love hearing about that. Or if there's other topics you want to hear more on. I love getting those messages. I literally copy and paste those messages and I keep them anonymously. You know, just the message part. Because it helps me... um, in really addressing the exact things that you guys are asking about. Because I want this podcast to always be inspiring, motivating, but valuable, you know, more than anything, valuable to you in your life and your experience and your journey and your well-being and your happiness and your joy, right? That's what it's all about. It's creating joy. And I feel like so many of the stories that I share is, is how I navigate back to joy. How I navigate back to joy and things that work, things that don't, 
how I navigate back to joy. So how can you start, and just think of it like that, like you're just navigating back to joy whenever you start to feel out of whack. That's all it is, right? So thanks for tuning in. I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day or end of your day or start of your day. Who knows? But again, I'm Kelsey Lowe, and I'll see you on the next episode.